Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there sports fans and thank you very much for choosing to listen to the TTM Sports Show. The show where we cover everything from within the sporting world, including football, tennis, Formula One, boxing and pretty much everything that you could imagine that's in the sporting world, we report on for you. We have great debates, wonderful guests and also are proudly sponsored by Prestige Paving and Patios and Anstis Ground and Gardens. Thank you for choosing to listen to the TTM Sports Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this upcoming episode. Hello and welcome to the TTM Sports Show. My name is James Hounsell. And my name is James Harrison. How you doing, James? We're, uh, we're rattling through them now, aren't we? We're rattling through. We are on our quest to get to 150 podcasts this this year, this calendar year. This is number four of 2022. Um, overall, though, this is uh, a very warm welcome to our listeners to the overall episode number episode number 54 of the TTM Sports. So, James, 55. it's 50, 55. 50, it's I'm losing track. Jim. I'm losing track of all of it. I'm losing track of everything right now, to be honest. But if you're listening, you're back again. Um, massive, massive respect to all of our Twitter followers really engaging in all the polls that we're putting out at the moment, engaging in all of our tweets. Remember, the offer still stands. If you want to appear on the TTM Sports Show, shoot us a direct message and we'll get you on. We love hearing from fans because that's what football's about. It's about the fans. TTM Sports is by the fans, for the fans. Episode number 55, what's the subject matter for this one? Something which has been bothering me a little bit lately about football um you know the Lukaku situation has brought it to light the Manchester United players now you know potentially leaking things into the media what's been bothering me lately James it's player power these players now these players now they they hold all the cards at clubs now you know it's you've never you've never seen a, a dynamic like like it you wouldn't see anything else like it in companies and businesses and you know organizations of this size where the employees the general employees 
are the most highly paid people at the organization and the business, but you know, the players who effectively, if you were to run a supermarket, they would be, they would be uh, filling your shelves and manning your checkouts effectively at the end of the day, but yeah. they were, they're the highest paid players, they're the highest paid members of staff on the books. And, you know, agents, you know, leaking things to the press, it's all happening now. I mean, it's happened forever, but it seems to have really taken off lately as well. You know, Lukaku, we use him as the example again, um, what's going on? What's going on? You know. Well, I'll, I'll break it down for you. Um, I'll break it down for you. There's uh, there, there's two words that that really are the catalyst for all of this, and that's player agents. I think yeah. that's where everything starts. We have the most infamous one, obviously, which is Mina Riola, um, and the other one. Uh, it all started actually with the Tevez and Mascherano uh, debacle at West Ham. I, I think that's where it started, and the third ownership agreement absolutely and that was kia jurikuban what was his name i can't i can't pronounce his name yeah this guy and i think he represents uh, alexis sanchez now i believe exactly and And this is where it started and who was nuno esperito santos george mendez that's that's another one mendez yeah absolutely agents they're the super agents aren't they Exactly. So I think this is where the situation starts. Is a contract worth anything anymore in football? Yes and no. We could see the the positives, the way that Tottenham handled the Harry Kane situation. There's a player that genuinely didn't want to be there. And that, yeah, but that Harry ra- Kane, that, doesn't, that Harry Kane it. doesn't have a super agent. No, exactly, and and that's and where the club held the power. Lies, but but if you don't lies, want to be at your, yeah. you know that 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 was the other side of it, where there's an argument to say that players potentially don't hold all the power because the reality is the reality is i think he was too proud to do anything underhand whereas a lot of other players let's talk about phil coutinho let's say for instance just plucking one out the air he manufactured his move away where harry kane was unwilling to yeah and this is it you know there, there needs to be an element of um backstabbing in these situations i just can't believe when you want out, out of I, a club. Yeah, ninety ninety seven point five million. Let's say a hundred million pounds for argument's sake. It's his third spell at Chelsea. It is. He was. He was owned by Chelsea. Didn't make the grey. Got loaned out to West Brom. He then did very well. Then went to Everton. Did even better. Come back to Chelsea. I remember in a Super Cup final, missed the penalty. Um, didn't really work out for him. He was then sold, wasn't he? Was he sold from Chelsea to Man United? No, he sold from Chelsea no, back to Everton. Chelsea to Everton. Then to Manchester United again. He down tools at Man United towards the end there when things got sticky and tough. He then goes to Inter Milan. He he, he settled. He settled. But the issue that and he then obviously goes back to Chelsea. But for me, I mean, how left field? I mean, he's been at the club a matter of months, and to come out with this interview, um, how how disrespectful! I I, th- I do think a bit of it was lost in translation, but I do think he's I, got no, half a no, brain no, no, cell. No, I, I think, think he's got half. I, I think no. I, well, I, I think he's got. The he guy did say seven languages, but he did say. But no, I, I, he did not not in translation in terms of what he said, but the meaning behind what he said. He said, I'm not happy with that. It seems as though the coach has changed the formation. However, it's difficult for me, but I'm willing to get down and work hard. But the media forgot to mention that bit. He's been he's been, um, you know, he's been thrown over the coals. He's been thrown under the That's bus. That's what I'm Chelsea. saying. Yeah, he he is having to pay uh, quite a heavy price to his image you know in a lot of ways because Chelsea have been firm with him they find him a week's wages they dropped him from the squad at the weekend and they made him 
come out and make a public apology to the fans, which, in my opinion, is the the correct uh, punishment for these sort of things. You know, they, there's got to be a hard line on this sort of stuff. You know, Paul Pogba himself has never actually come out and said anything, but he does all his talking through Raiola, uh, as we know. Um, you know, I'll I give you an example. Anthony Martial recently, when well, he wants to leave Man United. So, um, you know, it comes out of the press. Anthony Martial wants to leave Man United in the transfer window. Again, it's players, player power. You know, Anthony Martial, if you want to leave Man United, go and talk to, go and talk to Ed Woodward. Go and talk to Ralph Ranich and say, look, I'm not happy. I want to leave. And, I, and, and that's, that's the way to go about it, surely. But and again, it all comes down to the money as well. Handing a transfer request. Oh, I can't do that because uh, then I forego uh, a large amount of money, you know, which is why they won't, you it, know, players well, managers are not like exempt. Managers are not exempt. Just look at Steve McLaren, refused point blank to resign as England manager because of the payday. How disrespectful mm -hmm. to your nation's that? If you don't want to, you know, but then again, on the other side, he would argue and say, yeah, but I could have turned it around. I could have done the job. But it was, you know, it was a, an intolerable uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The word that means there's no coming back from it. You know, uh, it, 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 untenable. Um, His position untenable, was untenable yeah. at, at, at England, but he still refused to go because of the massive financial payout, you know? So mm. I, I think um, it's rife. And, and what's driving all of this is money. It's as simple as that. If there wasn't a financial reward, you know, if I, if I was to leave my job tomorrow, if I was to go and say, look, I'm completely unhappy, um, I'm not happy with how things, I'm thinking about making a change, they wouldn't sack me. It would be up to me to go and find another job. Yeah. You know? And that's why it's a, that's why it's a, just a strange industry that doesn't really fit in with the rest of... Why you do you know, think the, Lukaku's the, unhappy the at Chelsea? Why is he unhappy? Um, because he's not the main man. Maybe he doesn't like the manager. And this is what I'm saying. When, when players don't like a manager... Well, who really, at the end of the day, is more likely to be, you know, got rid of? Because players, manager, can get the manager, players can get managers sacked. Well, just look at Man United. Look at look at Nuno Espirito Santo. Uh, I don't know about Man United. I don't think the players necessarily wanted Solskjaer to leave. Well, because they know they got an easy ride. Exactly. The one they're taking and, and, the flag week in, well, week out. And, and you've seen it. I, I looked at my phone about four hours ago and had a notification pop up on my phone. It was from Sky Sports, as always. The usual Sky Sports guff. But you'll never turn the notifications off because when... Uh, something when big you, happens, you need to be When something big happens, you need to be in the know. But, um, and it came up and it said, Manchester United players unhappy with the... When uh, uh, I still got it here, actually. So check in the Sky Sports application Here in the middle of the podcast. Some Manchester United players doubt whether Ralph Ranich is the right man to be in charge as they struggle to adapt to the interim manager's methods. So I, I went on Twitter after the Wolves game and I said some things about Ralph Ranich and Manchester United. And do you know what a lot of the overriding feeling was from my United fans, which was coming to me? Oh, he's Go only on. had five games. Come on, let's give this give give him a chance. You can't be writing him off now. You can't you can't say that about Ralph Randich. He's only had five games. But now the but then the players are also saying it to the press. You know, the press aren't yeah, making that up. You know, that story's not come from nowhere. If everything was rosy in the garden at Old Trafford, they all thought Randich was brilliant and they loved his new methods and they 
couldn't wait to turn it around and go into battle for him and this and that will run through brick walls for the guy. Well, that ain't coming out, is it? So it's player, it's player. No, it's power. not. And who the hell at United is going to the press and saying, "Oh yeah, yeah, we don't really like Randish. We're not really having him." Who? And it's player power. I mean, it's a tricky one. But look, on the situation on the other side of the coin, you could argue that Lukaku potentially is unhappy at Chelsea. I'll tell you a player that should be very, very unhappy with life at the moment within the football arena anyway, the football world, is Seul. Seul at Chelsea. This guy has been taken off more times before half-time than any player I've ever known. This guy comes out on Twitter less than half an hour ago. Yeah, and and all he says is step-by-step at Chelsea FC, muscle pump, blue. You know, and fair play to him. And I think that's the difference between someone like him and, and someone like Romelu Lukaku, who's just decided to just completely and utterly down tools. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, I think player power is a big one. I mean, you just look at the situation with Phil Coutinho. I'll never forget how that played out. It was a transfer request that was denied by Liverpool. We made him the captain. We gave him a massive bumper pay rise. Jurgen Klopp spoke to him directly on a personal one-to-one and even stated to Phil Coutinho, allegedly, if you leave this football club and go to a bigger club, you will be just another player. You'll be just another number. If you stay at this football club, you'll be a god forever. We'll call it the Harry Kane complex. He left. He left the football club because of a mysterious... Remember, it was around Christmas and uh, he was playing the form of his life. I, I, honestly, Phil Coutinho for Liverpool just before he left, when he was linking up with Salah, Mane, Firmino. He, I mean, it was the Fab Four, let's not forget. Uh, he, was, he was amazing, playing on the left-hand side of a midfield three. Mm. You know, he was wonderful. And uh, he, he got a mysterious back injury and never played for the club again. Um Unbelievable, and that there is player power. So something exactly. went on behind the scenes, and to appease the fans, around, the club have said he's got back and says, you know, he turns around to Klopp and says, "Yeah, my back's a bit sore." Goes into the physio, and this Klopp says, "Okay, go and have a look at him." And then he goes, "Yeah, my back's really sore," and this and that. You know, who who's who's to argue with him if he turns around and says, "Well, I'm not playing my back sore." Exactly, but so you know, something something would have definitely happened again to him that made the club accept the bid, even though he signed a new contract, etc., etc. Same with Luis Suarez as well. Um, I think Suarez at that time was right to leave Liverpool, though personally, I know it hurt me at the time and hurt all Liverpool fans. But let's be brutally honest, guys. After that 2013-14 season, the season after that, you know, we left in the summer. We didn't win the league. We, you know, let's be brutally honest. We we're probably the fifth, sixth, seventh best team in the country at the time. It was a flash in the pan. A group of players come together and turned it on, and nearly got over the line. But actually, that Barcelona team at the time, you know, let, let, let's say in a, an ideal world, it's the equivalent of, let's say, Valencia, Atleti, Sevilla in Spain now, um, performing really well. One of their top players has a great season for two or three seasons and they nearly win the league and he wants to go and Liverpool come in for him. You're going to go, aren't you? It's uh, it's natural. Yeah. But player power has been executed time and time again. So really, you know, we've had a good chat about player power. One, we've established it is absolutely rife. Two, we've established that it's mainly driven by player agents. How do we stop it? I think, uh, you know, I've got a lot of bad things to say about Chelsea and everything else surrounding the club. Don't like them, obviously. But what you've got to say is what they've done is they've taken a hard line on it, a hard stance, and they've really made an example of it. And uh, I think that's a way. The clubs have got to be stronger with these guys. But Tuchel you know, yes. had to win that battle. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, yes, the players are important. Yes, everybody loves the players. And, you know, certain players are integral to teams, but they're not bigger than the club. And the only way to stop it is for the clubs to be strong and managers to be strong. Um, managers need to get the backing from uh, the board and this sort of thing. Uh, and they've all got to be singing off the same hymn sheet um, because there's times probably when, you know, players are acting up and, and the, the owners of the clubs and the chief executives are rubbing their hands thinking, oh, OK, well, is is 50 million coming our way anyway. You know, well, I'll tell you how you beat it, James. You go, you, you, you've just demonstrated there. You're talking from a football purist point of view. You're talking from the heart. On the other side of TTM Sports, you've got someone here that will look at the legislative uh, nature of the situation. For me, this is what I think should happen. You can't tie a player down to a club on a five-year deal, for instance, because the transfer market will collapse. It, it would. What I'm trying to say is, if you sign a contract with a club, you are not allowed to leave that club unless there's an exceptional circumstance. And then that exceptional circumstance will have a list of circumstances which then you know equate to an exceptional circumstance. So, I think that all players should sign two-year deals at football clubs. Two-year deals they, where you have to stay at that club. Now, two-year deal... As far unless there's an exceptional circumstance, which would be determined by a board of, 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 of a, a transfer committee for the league, for instance, or if, if it's regulated in any league to say, yep, you like, OK, the, the manager don't like me. There's a personal dislike between us or I'm being victimized or whatever, whatever, where you leave that job. If you treat it like a job, apart from that, you'd have to stay at the club for two years. And, and I think that way. Well, no one's going nowhere, are they? If you're down but, then tools, what but, then... but then what they would argue is, oh, but yeah, but after that two years, then what happens? Oh, you know, if I buy this player for a hundred million, I don't want him for two years. Okay, I want three him for years then. Three years. Yeah, then. I, I, I get, I get what you're saying, but I think the transfer market is just, and the way that transfers are at the top end is, is just changed so much that you need complete reform. The other, uh, the other alternative is, you. Um, you do it like a, like a, they do in American football when you have a draft system. Um, but then you could so, lose your prized asset for, for nothing. Is that all that yeah, works? But you, but yeah, but you could also pick up someone else's prized asset. Yeah, but what if you don't? Well, and you, well, and that's, just, that's just them. These are the breaks. Like that, the, the transfer market becomes a different marketplace. You know, in America, in American, let's take uh, NFL, for example. Um, you're, you you sign for that for that club but you can then you can then trade them or you can you can put them back or you can well no one's going to swap Mbappe yeah for Ben Chilwell uh, no of course they're not but what would happen is Mbappe his contract expires and he then goes into the draft and if he says up oh, PSG right I want to go and play for Real Madrid I'm going to go into La Liga so you he would go into the La Liga draft Real Madrid would then, you know, there's obviously a lot of negotiation going along in the background there. everything else. Real Madrid would give him some assurances. If you go into the La Liga draft, we're going to draft you. So then it becomes a trade-off for... Um, a player of equal Real, value. How Real Madrid are going to ensure that they get the number one draft pick. Because if he goes into the La Liga draft and he gets the number one pick and Sevilla come in and they're number one and they say, right, we'll, we'll take you then Mbappe. Uh, what are your wage demands? All right, 300 grand a week, no problem, we'll pay that. And then, then he goes to Sevilla. Then that's when they trade off places. So Real Madrid would say Sevilla had the number one draft pick. Uh, Real Madrid would say, okay, we want that number one draft pick because we want to sign Mbappe. So we'll give you, I don't know, 
Luka Modric. Casemiro, yeah. And we'll trade, yeah, exactly, yeah. We'll trade off that and we'll give... Very we'll complicated. Using, it's very complicated, but I think if you look at uh, uh, American football and American sports... It would be general, a brilliant event, wouldn't it? it I think yeah, it should exactly. be a, a draft for Bosman players. Yeah, that would be good. But um, but the, what it does as well is the draft. It also levels the playing field a, a bit because at the moment you've got a situation where the clubs with the most money sign the best players and that's that, you know? Um, so if Man United want to sign Jaden Sancho, well, they offer £75 million to Borussia Dortmund, which is their valuation, and they pay it and they can afford his wages and they get him. Whereas in the draft system, in order for, let's say Sancho left Borussia Dortmund at the end of the season, he said, right, I want to, I want to come back and play in the Premier League. I'll go into the Premier League draft. Well, you might have Liverpool might want him. Arsenal might want him, Chelsea might want him, and Man United might want him. But only one of them gets the number one draft pick. So let's say it's determined by league position. So let's say Man City won the league last season, so they get the number one draft pick. Well, mm. in order to get the number one draft pick, uh, if Man United want to buy him, they've got to give Man City, I don't know. Pogba. Pogba, yeah. And they'll say, okay, we'll take Pogba, but we want the number one draft pick. And then United get the number one draft pick, and then they sign Sancho first off the bat for, for nothing obviously paying his wages but they've already had to give up Pogba but then that then means that well, then what City happens to Dortmund well Dortmund let's say for example I don't know so who's at Man City they've just got Pogba in sentiment so maybe Gundogan wants to go back to Germany he would then go into the to the German draft pick oh I, I think the, it's the, all too complicated I think it's right the way it is but I think finances and and this player power thing needs to be regulated and maybe it's a you know, a whole another debate. Maybe we should get someone on here who who is from the agent world and 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 that can have a really good in depth conversation with us about it. But that that is all time we've got for on this uh, mini quick podcast that we've banged out for another another twenty minutes for you about player power, how it's rife, how the debate will rumble on and on and on. Um, but player power is rife. Was Lukaku right? Was he wrong? Get in touch. I mean, me personally, I think he was wrong to come out and and to say what he said. I think it was disrespectful to the club. Phil Coutinho, again, wrong again. Harry Kane, you know, um, players from and, and fans from outside of Tottenham Hotspur knew what should have happened. But the reality is, is he did show respect to his club uh, and stayed with the football club. And that goes to show that there are still good souls what, what, around. What, what I will say about Harry Kane is, um, I think the time will come this summer, probably. Um, and well, I hope value's gone down, hasn't it? No, but what I hope happens, which it don't write, don't rule it out completely. I think he needs to sign a new contract. I don't think he will sign a new contract after what happened with Daniel Levy. He's told him that you know you've got a golden handshake or whatever, and he's gone back on it. I wouldn't be going anywhere near a pen. Things paper can change very quick. Things can change very quickly in football. Of course it is, but he's not getting any younger. Um, I think he'll want to maybe look at a different culture. I mean, imagine him lining up for uh, for Bayern Munich. You know, I don't guy. think he wants. I don't think he'll leave the Premier League. Well, then no he needs chance. to go. Then he needs to go to Manchester United or Manchester City. Why would uh, he want to go to Man United right now? Well, you know, money talks, doesn't it? As we've just alliterated to, it's still there's Man no, United. There's no amount of money that he could ask for that Tottenham could pay. I still believe that Tottenham cannot compete financially with Man City, Man United, for a Kane, Chelsea for any player for in the a Kane, world. I think nobody would begrudge him breaking the wage structure for a Kane. If Harry Kane, who's probably already on about 250 to 300 grand a week, 
said, all right, I want to be paid the same as Mo Salah. But you're saying that because that's your heart talking. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I, I would honestly, you know, come on. You know, did could, should Luis Suarez have left Liverpool in 2013-14? Was it the right thing for him to do? Should he have stayed? One thing, one thing nobody's talking about at the moment is uh, Mo Salah's contract runs out at the end of next season. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, the fact that I'm, but, but Liverpool are so far ahead of Tottenham. It's a, it's still a massive debate, but it's not the same type of debate. Where Tottenham are not winning things, Liverpool, Liverpool, are, Liverpool aren't winning things at the moment. They haven't won anything for... They didn't win anything last year. They they might not win anything this year. Mo Salah then got a leave to win things. Yeah, but, but Tottenham have never won anything with him. We're not, we're not talking about Tottenham. We're talking about Mo Salah. No, we're talking Who's about a, the situation. No, I'm talking about the similarity between Salah and Kane. The reason why Kane no, has to leave Tottenham situ- is because he's not ever going to win anything. With Liverpool, you got you were genuinely a world class team. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's true. But any anyway, we we go we could go on and on and on. Yeah, the debate of player 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 power. Oh, really getting my words mixed up since Christmas. Um, I said podcast on the last one. Um, PPP power, no player power. We've spoken about this evening. Um, also, don't forget to catch any other of the podcasts that we've just released uh, as well. So, a couple of podcasts uh, released uh, that you, you know this one, this podcast will be released on Thursday, the sixth of January. So you'll be listening on Thursday, the sixth of January, the night where Liverpool should have played Arsenal. But the reality is, it goes on and on and on. And hopefully, Arsenal fans, uh, you know, may the best team win when we play. Obviously, it's advantage Arsenal firmly as the second leg is now at the Emirates. So, obviously, we look forward to that. If you want to get in contact with us, catch us on Twitter. That seems to be the place to be at the moment within the footballing stratosphere, the atmosphere. Everything to do with all your football needs tend to be on Twitter. If you do fancy seeing us in the flesh, which isn't really a bad thing, well, it depends on the light. You know, we, we, we do a whole host of challenges on our YouTube channel. Just head over to YouTube and search TTM Sports. But for episode number 55, that is all from me. And that's all from me. And we'll see you again very, very soon. Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.